now. Are we rolling? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 63. Uh, 2,341. No, it's actually episode 62. Wait, you actually kept track Episode of this? 62. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, label every single episode. And uh, you have joined us here on MWMB. This is the show that features two middle-aged white men. Oh, complaining. You're always late on that, and I swear to heaven that if you mess it up again, I am going to go ahead and offend your Christian friends by saying the word complaining uh, anyway <laughs> because i am the godless liberal on this show my name is alex jeffries i'm coming to you from a swamp in southern minnesota meanwhile my cons- <laughs> meanwhile my conservative a swamp in minnesota yeah uh, wait, just go with me i'm poetic license yeah, all right swamp in minnesota Hey, look, I only bought 60 seconds of music. We're running out of time. And across the aisle from me is my arch-conservative friend, former American and now currently Canadian exile and law enforcement... I got here first. ...and law enforcement superhero, Jim Welcome to MWMB Radio. Alex, we got an action-packed show today. So much has happened since last week. Yes, so much. So much has happened, and yet it is the same old weary baloney that we get (laughs) week after week. How is it that the headlines are so full, and yet the story remains so dreadfully the same? We have so... It's the same. We just changed the names. I know. It's like, you know, it's not like we don't want to be creative, but they're not giving us anything. It's like, oh, Donald Trump did something outrageous this week. Somebody else did something stupid and somebody it's just like, you know, it's like, okay, now somebody molested a maid. Was it Dominic Strauss-Kahn or was it Bill Cosby? Who cares? Or Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're here all week. As a conservative, you'll appreciate this and and of course all our uber liberal bernie fans out there will appreciate this too i saw a bumper sticker today that said hillary for prison 2016 oh hey i see that movie came out i wonder how that's helping her oh yeah benghazi the motion picture it's not going to change anybody who's not going to vote for her is is not going to vote for her no it's like not going to change it's like a political meme it is not gonna it is (laughs) the house comes down hits hillary and the show's over that's right Her her little feet roll up under the foundation, (laughs) leaving the ruby slippers, and that's it. All right, we got to get started. We got to get started because we do have, as you said, an action Action. packed show. Action packed. So, what are you doing for fun tonight, Jim, after you record the podcast? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I can't stop. You have a beer? Are you gonna have a beer and a big bowl of popcorn and 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 sit down in front of the television and and what pray tell do you think you'll be watching? Is there anything good? Any new shows or networks on TV? Yes, there is, and it started today, the day we are recording this this 
this great podcast. There's a brand new cable channel. Why are we here instead of me, watching baby. TV? Go ahead. Tell uh, our listeners what it is, gonna, Jim. Today is the debut of Gun TV. Gun TV. Oh, come on. You've seen the shopping channel. You've seen the cheap jewelry, the watches, the beautiful shawl hand-painted from slave labor in Pakistan. Now there is a TV channel dedicated to online gun sales. But wait, that's not all. You can also buy accessories. With this 357, you get this beautiful pearl-studded concealed weapons holster, or this nice sporty uh, shooting jacket, or my gun. <laughs> if the U.S. hasn't got an image problem now. Oh, my God. Gun <laughs> TV for crying. And this is coming from a gun enthusiast and a gun conservative. And, and, and I, too, am actually a supporter of the Second Amendment. But for crying out, can you even just picture it it's just like i can't imagine it's like you know the announcer comes on <laughs> folks just imagine as you're walking around walmart how smart and and intimidating you're gonna look with this 357 hanging from a shoulder holster underneath your windbreaker yes this is the thing if you act now we'll throw in this ankle holster for the <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just had a horrible vision of Walmart shoppers armed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a new website, people of Walmart with guns. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, they are being socially responsible, Alex. Oh, because do eight tell. minutes out of every hour, eight minutes, they are dedicating to safety messages. <laughs> Eight you know, minutes like, on the, the hour. That's the great. Away from you. <laughs> and we would just like to take a minute to remind you here on the Gun Network, you are never supposed to put your eye up to the end of the barrel unless you have checked the action on your rifle first. <laughs> Gun TV. Like, it's only it's only on for like, <clears throat> like eight hours or something a day at, at the beginning. But they're looking to go to 24 hours. 24 hours of guns. It's like... You know, can you so imagine? Can, can you imagine you what the ads, the are, what the what the program is going to be like at like two o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I mean, it's like you wake up, the coyotes are howling I know, outside. I know, you got to watch a little TV. I know right now. I know right now. There are some of you out there that are sitting at lo home alone tonight at two thirty. You cannot sleep. You cannot sleep. You cannot fall asleep because your life is just so overwhelming. Because your life, I will tell you, with this new 357 Magnum, you will not even hear the impact after you pull the trigger. Once you put this baby up to your head. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. eight minutes. Eight minutes of safety. Oh, yeah, eight minutes. And then we interrupt this for a safety break. <clears throat> We'd like to remind and, you that when using this. a firearm to commit suicide, there are only actually a few ways to make sure that you can shoot yourself without only injuring yourself. To completely, you said you were going to be good. You said you were going to be good before we started this. <laughs> this is but not if good. You buy now we'll throw in fifty rounds of ammunition. That's right. <laughs> of course, if you're depressed and you do it right, you're only going to need one. <laughs> You can will the other 49 to your cousin. That's right. Oh, now you got me doing it. Exactly. 
I mean, you know, you think about it. I mean, we got violence in schools and violence in theaters and crime and all that sort of stuff. But the number one cause of firearm-related death in the United States, let's don't look it over, it's suicide. People use the, you know, guns don't kill people. Depressed people kill themselves. So, you know, and so that's going to be your target market. And all they need to do is couple it with drone delivery. You know how Amazon's going to have these drones that will bring you shit within, the, like, sorry, bring you stuff within, like, the next 24 hours after you order. You know, act now, our drone will bring it to your door within four hours. <laughs> you can well, be dead know, before so- coffee. <laughs> Never face another day at work again. We need to make America great again. Oh, Alex. God. <laughs> and I understand that Cabbage Patch Jeff is back with a yes, song. Yes, Cabbage Patch Jeff is back. He did it in a real hurry. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. The audio quality of this, I'm not calling him out, Pop. I'm grateful that you were able to squeeze it in. The audio quality the of this recording is, this is, this is not the best, but we are going to go ahead and roll with it because we're just so damn happy. Sorry, we're so darn happy to have him back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Garfish Room at the Cabbage Patch Cafe, it is our own Cabbage Patch Jeff. Right wings on a Trump casino cruise. Don't think that you got nothing to lose. So place your bets wisely when you choose. Don't give America the red, white, and blue. Make America great again. Make America great again. Make America great again. Vote the dummies out, put some honest ones in. <laughs> I love your dad. Seriously, I'm going fishing with that man. I, that, that's, that's before I re, no, after I retire, I'm going fishing with that man. Before you retire, before retire, after you retire, and before your last, your last viewing session on gun TV. On gun TV. <laughs> Oh, so speaking of making America great again. Oh, God, yes. You, you know, come on. You, you know who just endorsed him. I No, I missed that. What? Where? You, you hey, I have a swamp. job. I'm not a civil servant like you. I actually have a job. I don't have time to watch the news. Sarah oh. Palin just endorsed him. Oh, my. That sound you oh. just heard was me falling to the floor. Of course she did. That's the first time I've heard you actually have stunned silence. Well, it's just like the perfect convergence of stupidity. I mean... (laughs) Yep, yep. It's like like the the, the picture American Gothic. (laughs) Donald holding the pitchfork. (laughs) 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 And Sarah wearing the plain dress next to... Yes, she came out and said, he's the man. Well, at uh, least her daughter didn't come out and say he's the man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. I, I, obviously, the shock is too much for well, you. You know, I just it is just inevitable. I don't know why I didn't see it coming. It just makes so much sense. Um, well, I have she no can see Putin from her house. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, she definitely needs to be on that ticket. In fact, now that she has weighed in, there need there need be no other consideration. Trump Palin, in 2016. It is their year because, as I said, the dream team. <laughs> anyway, like a nightmare. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of, of of Donald Trump, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let's cut to the newsroom for a minute because we actually Jennifer has a story. She's standing by with a story um, from overseas. So let's let's cut now to the MWMB news. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Jim. In our first story today, the Parliament of the United Kingdom took the highly unprecedented step last week of debating whether or not Donald J. Trump, American presidential candidate, should be barred by Her Majesty's government from entering the British nation. At issue was a non-binding debate centering on whether or not excluding Trump, who many in the UK have labeled as a practitioner of hate speech, would be beneficial to the cause of ending prejudice against minority groups. We turn now to our own Alex Jeffries, who will offer some poor imitations of British politicians. <laughs> I've heard of a number of cases where people have been excluded for incitement or hatred. I have never heard of one for stupidity, said Conservative MP Paul Scully. I don't think that Donald Trump should be allowed within a thousand miles of our shore, said Labour MP Jack Dromley. I'm not sure that he's going to be terribly worried about this debate, commented Sir Edward Lee, a conservative member, and Victoria Atkins of the Conservatives said, We are fueling this man's publicity machine by even having this debate at all. In the end, the debate was not much more than political theater, since only Her Majesty's Home Secretary has the ability to bar someone from entry into the UK. <laughs> what? What? Jennifer, Jennifer, you missed the best part. Well, or maybe you missed the best part with your that, those great imp- interpretive speeches. What was the best they part? Call, well, they called him some some very very bad names. Well, racist, bigot, sexist. We all know those things. Yeah. But I, ask anybody. But yeah. They call them a fool, a buffoon, and a wasak. Wazik? Wazik. A Wazik? What the heck is a Wazik? You don't know what a Wazik is? I've never heard of it. Well, <laughs> tell you the truth, I had to look it up myself. Oh, good. Don't go ahead and make me look stupid. <laughs> it's like, what the heck is well, a bloody Wazik? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a northern English term for a daft person. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff that in your wazik. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds more like a Yiddish term for <laughs> officious private yeah. parts, but, you know, but that also fits Mr. Trump, so, you know. <laughs> anyway, so there is the, the, the Trump bard from the, you, you know, from the UK. I, a wazik. That. <laughs> Oh, uh, one one of the MPs got up and said something to the tune of, uh, you know, in in instead of condemning him or, or mocking him, we should just do it in the British way and snub him. 
Oh, God, yes. Uh, yes. not coming to my club. I'm sorry. You may come to the United Kingdom, but you may not come to Wimbledon. There will be no tea and cucumber sandwiches for you, you vulgar, vulgar man. <laughs> Unless you wear the big hat. That's right. <laughs> Ew. Oh, 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 my God. We need, to get off. we need to get to some serious news. Uh, yeah, I am so sick news. of Donald Trump, and we've only been talking about him for a few minutes. Jennifer, what else have you got in there? You got another story? As the population ages, loneliness becomes an increasingly prevalent complaint. Never fear, however, American toy maker Hasbro is offering what it believes to be the answer. Alan the Robot Cat. What? <laughs> According to a story in the BBC, Hasbro is not the only company in the electric pet business. A Japanese firm has developed a mechanical seal named Paro, which is reportedly more lifelike than Alan the Cat, but also more expensive, costing about 5000 US dollars. The price, however, hasn't stopped the British National Health Service from employing several of the fake Japanese seals in its hospital system. As for Alan, who meows, purrs, and goes to sleep, the makers of the Japanese seal say he is just a toy. No word from Hasbro yet on whether Alan will need his own litter box, sold, of course, separately. <laughs> a mechanical seal? A $5,000 mechanical seal of which the British National Health Service has purchased more than one to use as a fake therapy animal. Or, 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 time for your enema. Or, or, or. <laughs> I'm so sorry you have cancer. Honka, honka, honka. Can I have a fish? Hey, look at him bounce that ball in his nose. Oh, my God, yes. That'll cheer you right up. So, yeah, and then, of course, Alan, Alan the electric cat, you know, and I'm... <laughs> Okay, our smartphones were no. not enough. Our computers were not enough. Our computerized refrigerators and washing machines are not enough. Now we have to have a mechanical cat. Um, no, be a cat person yourself, Alex. Be a cat person yourself. I know you are. I know, and you know, I thought it's... Are there things that you believe that your real cats can do that a mechanical cat is incapable of doing? Only some unpleasant things, <laughs> you know, yeah, and like I have shredding, to, I did shredding your furniture. That's right. They don't shed the furniture. And I was thinking, you know, cleaning the litter box would actually be a lot more enjoyable if the only thing I had to do was take dead batteries out of it from time to time. <laughs> Call the vet if it's a D-cell, though. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. He, he's, it's, this, I'm, uh, doctor, it's not his normal triple A's. He D-cells. Hey, let me ask my cat how he feels about that. Nah, he's sleeping. He doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, well, it is when you think about it. It's the best piece of mechanic you can get. It's like you're actually going to make a robot that doesn't do anything and ignores you all day. So. Like it's so lifelike, it just sits there and does nothing. <laughs> the battery died three weeks ago, and nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's great. It wakes up once a day and and meows annoyingly, and then it goes back to sleep for another sixteen hours. So I don't know. I, I was I, sound of the, you know, I was it, sound asleep the other night, and in the middle of the night, the cat's like yowling like some sort of wilderbeest in the other room and i thought it was in distress and he's sitting there looking out the window and it's like all i found the next day were coyote tracks i'm thinking hey i got a guard cat yeah <laughs> 
Oh, I just, I'm boring him. Look, he's stretching and getting out of his thing. Going, oh, you're talking oh my, about me. I'm leaving. Yeah, I, I you know, I can't. Come and the other me, thing is, though, I'm sorry. Later. The human race has just sunk to a new low because you think about it, you're going to have all these old people that have nobody to come visit them. So we're going to give them an electric cat to keep them. Company. I want the seal. Like, I want a is that like? Well, if you've got five thousand dollars, you can have the seal. Um, it's like. <laughs> Uh, you know when they when they come out with a with a pet penguin battery operator, I'm getting it. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> like you don't Go have enough real fish. penguins in the neighborhood <laughs> up there in Canada. This, I, I'm surprised hey, they're not hey, mobbing hey, you hey. in the street right now. I know. I have someone out to start the car in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> He just that's that's how you guys are actually able to drive in all that snow and ice up there. You just drive on the penguins and you get plenty of traction. Now, this has nothing to do with anything we planned, but I'm I want to I want to criticize the US Weather Service. Okay, fine. We're expecting this big we're expecting this big storm this weekend as is the east coast of the United States. Yes, as a Midwesterner, I don't care. All the radar maps? Yeah. Yeah, you don't care. But I'm looking at all the radar maps and everything, and you know the storm ends exactly at the border between Maine and Canada. After that, there's nothing. You know, the radar stops at the border. That is what? so typical of That's you. Racist. That is it's so. Racist. It's racist. That is so typical of you foreigners. You expect us to. You hate us, and you tell us how stupid we are, and you make fun of our gun channel and our presidential choice, and all those things, and yet you're you still whining and complaining because we're not predicting your weather for you. And God forbid you got to go do it yourself. Um, you know, no, you're well, your Canadian, Canadian tax worth. We need somebody else. Yeah, to do your it. Canadian tax loonies. <laughs> did not pay for their, our National Weather Service. Therefore, we have no obligation to predict whether or not Montreal is going to receive precipitation. It is not important to us. Oh, no yeah, one yeah. who matters goes to Canada. Uh, we're expecting like two feet of snow. Guess what I'm not doing Monday? Working. <laughs> Jim, th- I'm sorry. This is a news podcast. News is, you know... Y- Canada expects snow is not news. <laughs> Canada expects free weather prediction from the United States, however, I suppose that is news. Well, we have all about right. six minutes. Just, I was just grousing about the, the weather map, that's all. No, you just want to feed off the teat of America like everybody else. You know, it's like, oh, the Nazis are coming. Come save us. Oh, the the Germans are coming. Oh, the snow is coming. We need your help. And then as soon as the emergency is over, those Americans are so stupid and they have no culture and they watch nothing but gun TV. Um, (laughs) We protected you against Russia for years. By standing in the way? To one who'll never leave me. That's true. Hey, anyway, isn't it about time for the salute? Speaking it of is. Buffy, We've got five minutes left, so we're going to have to shuffle off to Buffalo. And I will tell you, our salute is a fantastic one. Let's set it up by going one last time to Jennifer in the MWMB newsroom. At long last, the world can escape its problems by recklessly consuming alcohol and go about its business the following day without suffering from a hangover. After struggling with unpleasant side effects of intoxicants for thousands of years, humanity has finally been freed from the tyranny of the hangover thanks to the beneficence of one man, North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. 
According to an article appearing in the Pyongyang Times, Kim's scientists have created an alcoholic beverage that, quote, exudes national flavor and, thanks to its secret ingredients of rice and ginseng, is hangover-free. According to Foreign Policy magazine, Kim also announced to the world last August that they had discovered the cure for Ebola, as well as AIDS and cancer. Foreign Policy was at pains to point out that it had not been able to verify the claims from independent sources. For MWMB News, I'm Jennifer Sargent. <laughs> they haven't been able to verify this? But the great leader himself, he did it. Wait, you can't take his word for it? I mean, I have I'm... made alcohol hangover free and cancer is no more. <laughs> <laughs> that that didn't sound like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. It's not but... high pitched and whiny enough. Oh, so I have made a so wine. No, saying... All right. Now, that's all right. That is racist. <clears throat> So the, the, the plague of humanity for thousands of years is now, it, it has an end. It's over. According to the Pongyong It Times. is over. It is, you know. Uh, do they have an online version? <laughs> <laughs> I can see old, old Bubba Joe down there leaning against the bar of the garfish room, <laughs> looking at your dad going, I can have another one. Kim Jong-un saved me. Kim Jong-un <laughs> saved my butt. <laughs> oh, my. Just, just give me beer. Beer in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I can drink all night and work all day and drink all night again. Thanks to that commie battered in North Korea. Um, <laughs> Holy. Hey, change the channel to gun TV. There, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't my. believe we're going to salute this, cl uh, oh, this great leader. Yeah, we've, we've got to salute the great head of state from North Korea, our perpetual favorite here at MWMB, <laughs> Kim Jong-un. So let's roll the music. And so for as long as humanity has enjoyed the intoxicating effects of fermented beverages, it has suffered from the debilitating secondary effect of the hangover. But now, thanks to the great servant of humanity and scientific genius, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, we have cured and removed the hangover as a source of society's ills. And so, Kim Jong-un, we here at MWMB salute you. Again. Um, <laughs> Again. You know, I think my Ebola is getting better. <laughs> of course it is. It's the ginseng and the boost. <laughs> Why can't you just have... I, I went out for Thai food last night and I had a cup of ginseng tea and a beer. Why? Maybe that's why I felt okay this morning. <laughs> Those spots are gone. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. That's because you cleaned your glasses. Um, <laughs> oh, great, merciful heavens! Go. Yes, we do. We have we have about one minute left, so you know, I I, I figured the nicest thing we can do for our dear listeners is finish early. <laughs> Just leave early. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as, as much as it pains you to hear it, we will be back again next week. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention to our ridiculous antics here on MWMB.
I gotta go get a drink. I thought you were drinking this whole time. And turn on the TV. Yeah, exactly. Hope you make it through the night. I've gone will travel is the card of a man. Make America great again, and I'm singing in a doodle 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 All Trump's a dummy. All Trump's a dummy. All Trump's a dummy. He's so damn dumb.